1: And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the morning after with Nick and Big J. We are here on a Monday, 30th day of January, 2023. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Here I am. We are here as we enter into the last days of January of the year, which seems crazy when you think about it out loud. But you know what? How you feeling, Big J? after the uh, the team took one on the chin yesterday? Oh,
0: man, that was ugly. Ugly. It was,
1: it was ugly. Uh, it it's was
0: hurtful to watch.
1: It just was, It uh, It was. It was. A, that was a rough game from the word go. I mean, it was just a one-sided event, and then it, the injuries to the yeah, quarterback I don't position. Think,
0: I did not even think with the Purdy getting injured they had a chance. I don't think so either. That, just the way the defense of the Eagles looked. Well, Ouch.
1: not only that, but also, like, I mean, the running game of the Philadelphia, I mean, you, that there was nothing wrong with that 49ers defense they put 35 points up on. And I'm not sure that that 49ers offense, regardless of how healthy anybody was, is going to be able to put up more than 35. So,
0: so well, not having Somebody who can throw the football doesn't help either.
1: Yeah, yeah, that does suck. Uh, but also, it certainly was just one of those deals where it's a tough, Philly team, man. Tough Philly team, and I'm not. I'm not even sure unless Kansas City can get really healthy in two weeks. Uh, I'm not sure that uh, that it's a really interesting Super Bowl matchup either. I mean, because uh, Kansas City has now, exa- what, three receivers <laughs> currently
0: uh, on their yeah, team? Yeah, who knows? If they didn't have any wide receivers. Right,
1: right. And uh, Patrick Mahomes was clearly banged up. High ankle sprains usually take about a month to heal, and he clearly tweaked it again, so I don't know. I don't know. But uh, it's set. We will talk about that over the course of the show today. Did you do anything else special over the weekend?
0: No, it was the wife's last weekend where she actually has, has a weekend off usually. Uh, so now her she's got a new schedule coming up. And uh, so, yeah, we just spend most of Saturday rolling around doing chores, um, errands, grocery shopping, all that stuff. I thought you were say rolling around a bed. No, it was Sunday.
1: Now you know, everybody. Uh, set your watches to it. And <laughs> you can keep track of when Big J gets it on from your own homes. What a treat. Of course, uh, today on the show, we have an opportunity for you to get some help from us, courtesy of Ask the Morning After. We've got some prizes that we're going to give away on the show. we got some important stuff we're going to get to. We're going to go to hell, pop culture, smackdown. It's all happening over the course of the show today as we have a nice little Monday show planned for you. We also play music on this program. We're going to kick things off with some tool this morning, if that's all right. Sober here on The Morning After on The X.
0: On The Morning After with Nick and Big J.
1: Big Jay, they are trying very hard to drag the state of Idaho into the 21st century. And so tomorrow or today, Governor Brad Little is expected to sign a pro- proclamation that's going to name February STEM Matters Month. Big Jay, you know what STEM is, right? I'm sure you've heard of this before. S-T-E-M in terms of education in
0: any way. Uh, boy, I couldn't repeat the actual uh, words that it represents.
1: Science, technology, oh, yeah. engineering, math. Those are the uh, words that represent STEM, and it all kind of coincides with a new place called the STEM's Action Center. Uh, They're kicking off their particular season at Trailhead Boise. That event's going to take place this Wednesday at 415 at their 500 South 8th Street building. But the Idaho STEM Action Center advances innovative opportunities for educators, students, and entire communities. They want to help build a competitive workforce through STEM and computer science education and it's supposed to be a particular place for students that are really interested in this part of the technology and this part of their educational process to get some additional education on technology or science or any particular branch that they want to get into in the STEM world. So it's kind of like an advanced learning center for those that are good in this particular area to have the tools and things that they need in order to further that education that they may not find in a normal Idaho classroom. So it's a good thing. It's a nice thing. And if you are a student that happens to be interested in that particular stuff, then maybe checking out the STEM Action Center is something that you should put on the to-do list, and maybe the month of February is a good place to do it. Fancy. Or you can just learn what STEM means, I suppose. And that's another way to do that as well. So get ready to celebrate. Put up the STEM decorations in the house, Big J. Get ready for some presents to be delivered and have yourself a great STEM month.
0: Hopefully you can find them at Target.
1: This felt like it was coming for a while, but it shouldn't surprise anybody that during the AFC Championship game yesterday, it was announced that the Dallas Cowboys have decided to mutually part raise with their offensive coordinator. That's our friend Kellen Moore, Big J. Yeah.
0: Uh,
1: they say it was mutual, but it, it pretty much was. I think Mike McCarthy wanted to take over the play calling, and so he S-canned Kellen Moore also part of ways with their quarterbacks coach as well. The team needed some sort of scapegoat for the fact that they've lost, uh, despite having the number one scoring offense two of the last three years under Kellen Moore. So, I mean, and uh, I've said this from the word beginning, no offense to you, Dallas Cowboys fans, you never deserved Kellen Moore
0: in the first place. Uh, you, uh, no, you can if, be offensive, it's if, all right. If
1: you, if you go online and check out the comments attached to any Kellen Moore story, the Cowboys are throwing a parade. For the fact that kellen moore isn't their offensive coordinator anymore
0: check out the last couple of years of mccarthy's uh, time in green bay i'm
1: telling you right now <laughs> there's no way in hell this team's the number one scoring offense in the league next year i i'm telling you right now as a mike mccarthy person that's put up with him for 12 years you will not have a good offense next year and you're going to be crying for kellen moore And he's going to move on. Uh, I was talking to our friend Randy. My prediction is Kellen Moore is your offensive coordinator for the San Diego Chargers next year. Uh, He knows Justin Herbert fairly well. They make those commercials here. I feel like that's going to be a relationship that's going to bud, and they desperately need an offensive coordinator in, I said San Diego, but I mean Los Angeles Chargers, but... Uh, I feel like that's where he is going to end up. There's still teams looking. I feel like you cannot get fired from your job and end up a head coach somewhere, so I don't think the head coaching carousel is going to happen for Kellen this year. I still think it's inevitable, but I feel like he's going to be an offensive coordinator in Los Angeles. There's a couple teams still looking for offensive coordinators, and that's one of them. But uh, the Cowboys and Kellen Moore are done and I'm okay with that. Uh, I think, uh, I, I don't know how Kellen feels about it. It said it was mutual. So that, I mean, I don't know if that was a nice thing to say so that it doesn't look like Kellen, you know, was fired or whatever. But uh, they just decided not to renew his contract is what it boils down to. But uh, I think it's probably a good situation for him to get under, out from under Mike McCarthy. I'll put it that way. Uh, but he's going to need some time to figure out where he's going to go. But I don't think he'll be unemployed for long, I guess. Yeah.
0: No, yeah, I don't think so either.
1: You don't have the number one offense in the last two out of the last three seasons and uh, find yourself on the, the scrap heap for very much time unless that's where you want to be. There's that so we'll see. Speaking of uh, Justin Herbert, he has had to go undergo surgery to repair a torn labrum in his left shoulder. We knew he was injured for majority of the season, but uh, he kept playing and now that that injury that he had early on in the year did require surgery. The team announced over the weekend he's supposed to be ready for offseason activities this spring. Uh, he obviously won't be taking part in any of the Pro Bowl stuff that he was uh, put up for over the course of the next weekend, but he certainly will be ready for next season. Talked about it as we open up the show. The Philadelphia Eagles beat the 49ers 31-7, to and the Chiefs ended up beating the Bengals 23-20. to We'll get into more details on that as we move forward. Big Jay, I-, I don't know if movies are happy about this or if they're like, okay, because uh, you know it's award season, right? Yeah and top gun maverick won a best picture award over the weekend big j so congratulations to that but the award that it won was uh aarp's movies for grown-ups award uh it was the best picture winner uh for people over the age of 65 announcing Wait, it as their favorite movie is of the year. movies
0: for grown-ups
1: yes that's the name of the that's, award show that's movies a movie
0: for, for, old movies for people. well
1: the aarp do not like to be referring to themselves as old people uh they like to call themselves grown-ups and so top gun maverick was the uh, award winner at this particular awards uh, michelle Yeoh won everything everywhere all At once was best actress brandon fraser best actor for grown-ups as well i don't think anybody showed up at the actual ceremony to collect the award but i do expect them to get something shipped to them but a top gun maverick at least is going to have one best picture award in its cabinet so that should make you happy or does it make you sad big j that the aarp thinks uh you a movie that you enjoy is
0: the best movie of the year no why, why should i we're all getting me. the
1: mailers right it should probably just all make sense at some point that uh that we're that uh, your uh likes are in line with the aarp it probably shouldn't surprise anybody. morning after with nick and big j there's your important stuff for the six o'clock hour <laughs> Smash Pumpkins Beguiled here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. If you watched any of the uh, championship games yesterday, you were inundated with uh, commercials for either television shows on either network, uh, Cocaine Bear, or uh, Super Mario Brothers the movie. Those were the three big things that hit you between the eyes yesterday. And if you cannot wait for the Super Mario Brothers movie, where do you land on this particular thing, Big J? Do you care because it's, you don't care because it's a cartoon? Or do you care because you like the people involved in it? Seth Rogen, Jack Black, Chris Pratt, etc.
0: Um, yeah, I don't know if that pushes me to be like, God, God, I gotta see this. Because were Cause you I, a Mario fan? Like, yeah, you're no. not a Nintendo
1: guy, but I yeah, mean, no, growing up, not, were you?
0: Yeah, no, not really. Because you had an NES, right? Sure. But you but didn't I, play Mario Brothers? I did, but it was not not something like I was so passionate about that now as an adult, I'm like, oh, Mario. Yeah. You know, I know there are people out there who are my age who are crazy Mario freaks. Sure. And that's cool, but I'm not one of those folks. If you cannot
1: wait for the movie to come out and you want a little bit advanced fun while it has nothing to do with the movie, you do know that, of course, there is a Nintendo wing now at uh, Universal Studios Hollywood And the uh, Super Mario Brothers restaurant is about to open up. It's called the Toadstool Cafe. It's scheduled to open up on the 17th of February, but it's an entire cafe and restaurant inside Universal Studios Hollywood that is based on the world of Super Mario Brothers. And so basically, it features a digital chef Toad that cooks dishes in front of you as Mario and Luigi burgers. They have Super Mushroom Soup. Piranha Plant Caprice, and it's all in the Super Mario Brothers world, and it's like you're living in it inside this restaurant. Reservations are already booked out for the foreseeable future, but uh, you can swing by and at least look from the outside unless you've been able to schedule things early, but they're really leaning into this Super Mario Brothers thing, and of course, you know, it's the most iconic character in probably video games, period. Whether you're a fan or not, Mario is certainly a character that everybody knows. and so you might as well get your money's worth out of it if you're going to put together a Nintendo World. Mario better be a big part of it, and they're planning on making it happen, and the first part of that is going to open up later on next month. So they're kind of like doing this interestingly with the Nintendo World. They're kind of opening it up in like layers where they're making sure that some of it's ready, and then they're really going to do the big reveal later on this year, but I'm not sure if anything else is going to coincide with the actual movie release. Uh, and it's important to know that again, these the, this this uh, particular restaurant, not like the movie version of Mario. It's more about the video game side of things right. than anything else. So, because it's clear they're taking some liberties in the movie that they don't take in the video games, i.e. like trying to cram as much Mario Brothers video game stuff into the movie. Just from the trailer, I see stuff from uh, Super Mario Kart, Mario 1, Mario 2, Mario 3, the raccoon suit. They're just log jamming everything in there that they can and this appears to be taking a little bit more of a Super Mario Brothers from the first video game approach to it. So, if you're a fan, you may want to put it on the list of things to do. Now, you... Do you like Universal Studios better than Disneyland? Have
0: we had this conversation? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's more... I mean, yes. I right now, currently, I would, I'm would i more of a Universal guy.
1: I, I, I enjoyed it a little bit more myself, uh, but... Uh, would you partake in the Nintendo thing or just because you I'd don't go have much check it out okay. if I were there. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's an additional cost or what like Legoland kind of can be. I'm not sure how that all works out, so you may have to plan accordingly, but it's coming soon. So get ready another wing to Universal Studios Hollywood. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Ask the Morning After coming up next on the X Rocks. <coughs> It's Audio Slaves. Show me how to live here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's many different ways y'all can reach out to us. We have a Facebook page. We're up on Twitter at Nick and Big J. You can also find us on the text line at 208-287-1003. If there is a question you have, we aim to answer it. That's what Ask the Morning After is all about. Big J, what's today's question?
0: Yeah, Aaron has got a question here. He needs some help, and I don't know if we can help him. Okay. Need your help, fellas. Valentine's Day is just a few weeks away, and I am not prepared. The wife and I have been married for six years. We both work full-time, and it's been a crazy last few months. Aside from doing the typical going-out-to-dinner thing, any ideas would be greatly appreciated. Jesus. I'm in the same boat, dude. Really? Really? Yes, I've been banging my head against the wall but like what should we do? And it's just uh, you know, after 10 years of marriage it gets even even more difficult and and so I'm just like I don't know what I don't know what to do.
1: You don't know what your wife would want or could desire or anything that she enjoys that you could do for Valentine's Two day. Two things,
0: well, Valentine's Day is on Tuesday uh-huh. coming up. Uh so I never know when she's working or not working because she picks up extra shifts. I'll come home. And she's like, oh, I'm working. I'm like, oh, OK. So it's hard to plan that way. And uh, her schedule is wonky. But at the same time, it's like, you know, going out to dinner. I mean, that stuff's old by this point.
1: you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think now, listen, again, I, I'm the single guy involved in this yeah. particular conversation. but And so uh, I'm not sure I am qualified to answer this no matter what. But. I, I would think that especially at this point, if you're married for a long period of time, the generic stuff doesn't quite float the boat anymore. Like you can't just do flowers, candies and restaurant. That's like dating stuff. You know, you like yeah. you would have to put in a little bit more effort for you to I think actually make an impact. Like something you have to have been paying attention to her as she drops some hints so that you can get something that is special to her that she wants that's a little bit different but also can be a romantic gesture. Like you can't get her like a new vacuum. That's not a Valentine's <laughs> Day present. Uh, no. You have to be able to kind of pay attention and figure out throughout things that she enjoys, things that she likes, and something that you would be able to turn into a Valentine's Day present. And you might be past the point of no return if we're looking February first in the eye and you still don't know what to do.
0: Well, I mean, a uh, it doesn't have to be a present. No. Uh, so you know, though you can, you don't have to think that way. But yeah, picking up uh, hints with this. But what happens when you're not getting any hints? Then you should probably ask questions or ask, yeah, you know, well, talk to your wife and talk I, to her directly. I did that. And she's like, yeah, maybe we should go to dinner. Well, there you go, man. I mean, it doesn't get any clearer than that. That's a trap. That. It's a trap. What? Well, I, why would it, might, it be a trap? Even at this point, if you were to go somewhere nice, you're like, yeah, that might not be the easiest thing to do. Get in a reservation. Is it too late? Well, when did she tell you you should go to dinner? How nice? Just a couple days ago. All right. Well, yeah, get on it, dude. How nice of a restaurant? That's what I start thinking. Well, the
1: answer should be how nice do you want to make it for her? I mean, essentially, you're doing these things for her in a romantic way, so you need to answer those questions yourself. Does your wife like fancy restaurants? Would she enjoy that? Would that be special to you and her and romantic? Then if that's the case, then yeah. yeah fancy sure. it up a little bit. Call Ruth's Chris. See if you can go on uh, Valentine's oh Day. My God! Make a call to Jakers. I don't know, dude. You I mean, take it alone. you need to... <laughs> Well, now you're complaining about the price, which is a whole other thing altogether. If you want, if she's given you now the idea as to what she wants. Now you have to execute that. There is some effort you have to put in.
0: I just know one thing: I ain't making dinner.
1: <laughs> you do that on the regular, yeah. anyway.
0: So that's fine. Where's my Valentine's Day special?
1: Uh, you get that on uh, March 14th, remember? Oh, yeah. Uh, and so it is something that you need to kind of pay attention to. So uh, th- here's the point. I think if you need, you're not going to get a lot of hints from an outside source at this point. Unless you want to go the generic route. Like, you know, if you want to get candies or flowers or something, those are the typical Valentine's Day gifts. But I think at this point in your relationship and Big Jay's relationship, you're
0: past yeah, those particular. you, you got to be locked into the site key of your lady yes
1: you need to figure out something that you need to do that's above and beyond that or something that's specific to her and i'm not sure jay and i can help you with that erin and so that is our apologies but there is something think about it hard and long about what your wife has dropped a hint about something that she enjoys to do does she have a hobby that you can dig into find out her
0: favorite tiktoks and then copy what they do what would that be for uh, your wife That's a great question. They're all over the place, man. (laughs) That might not be a good hint. If
1: you yourself can't figure that out, then uh, I'm not <laughs> sure how somebody else is supposed to. But it certainly is an option. If you want to do that, you should uh, peel up every corner. But, yeah, you're going to have to do something uh, that's a little bit above and beyond the regular stuff at this point. That's just the advancement of the relationship. So think about it. Think about what your wife likes and focus on that. And Big J, for God's sake, if your wife asks for dinner, make find a restaurant to have a reservation at. The, it was thrown right in your lap Now you have to execute You got this I know you can
0: Here we come Denny's You know Yeah
1: I mean why not Nothing says Valentine's Day Like moons over Miami Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's Ask the Morning After If you have a question We're at Nick and Big J on Twitter You can check us out on Facebook Just search The Morning After with Nick and Big J, Or you can always send us a text At 208-287-1003 On the
0: Morning After with Nick and Big J.
1: Imagine, if you will, Big J, owning a vehicle that your insurance company says, sorry, we just won't insure that anymore.
0: What? This looks for a fancy race car, man. Not quite at all, as
1: a matter of fact, almost the exact opposite of it. In fact, the two major insurance companies announced last week, State Farm Insurance and Progressive Insurance, that they are no longer going to insure some Kia vehicles and Hyundai vehicles, Period. You have to get another car or find another insurance company if you own those vehicles and you want them insured. The reason? That's crazy. Any any Kia or Hyundai manufactured between 2015 and 2019, they will no longer insure, period. Why
0: do you think that is? I'm going to say it's probably a safety concern. Nope. No. It's because okay. they get
1: stolen all the time. And it's the most, it's two of the most stolen models in the country. And because they have to pay out for those cars when they get stolen, they don't want to do that anymore. So uh, people are very rightfully upset about that. It's like, hey, hang on a second. This is the whole reason why I have car insurance, bro. Now you're telling me that because you have to do your job, you're not going to insure my vehicle? What the bleep? So, uh they're not happy about it, neither are the car manufacturers. Uh they're trying to work through figuring out a way to update the cars to make them, I guess, less easy to break into. I don't know, but this is the first time this has ever happened where insurance companies, specifically major ones, refuse to insure a make or model of a car because they have to pay out their claims more a bunch often. Of cowards.
0: Than that. It does seem Do really, really job. weird. I mean- your job is to insure vehicles, and, and I, the bottom line, man, it's really starting to piss me off. Like, it's not like State Farm or Progressive's not making any money. Right, right. But also,
1: like, I mean, I understand that, you know, just like if you have a bad driving record, your premiums would go up. I mean, maybe you that's what you—I'm sure it's already ridiculous to insure these vehicles but, as it is. But why
0: are those vehicles the most stolen?
1: Maybe they're easier to break into. I don't know. I don't know much about breaking into cars. I mean, going,
0: man, you see this is one thing I've never heard in my life. You see that Kia? Oh, my God. No right. offense, Kia or Kia drivers. It's just um, same with Hyundai. I mean, really.
1: I mean, I, I, I understand what you're, you're saying, but it's one of those deals where it's just it's got to be uh, really difficult to be able I to pull up. I didn't see
0: any Kias or Honda Hondas uh, roll across the Bear Jackson. <laughs> no, not during the actual no. huge car auction. I watched all of it. I didn't see one.
1: Well, I, I certainly don't blame you for that. But uh, if you have one of those vehicles, I'm very, very sorry. Uh, but, again, there are other insurance companies out there besides State Farm and Progressive. So those are just two but very if large if that ones.
0: was my insurance, I'd be so pissed. <laughs> yeah,
1: I would, I would be as well. If I got a letter in the mail saying, hey, listen, we know you have this car. We know you've been with us for 15 years, 20 years, whatever. But we're no longer insuring your 2018 Kia whatever because uh, it gets stolen a lot. I'd be like, the hell's your problem, man? Yeah what is going on here that's crazy but that's the fact so don't be surprised if that happens if you've got those insurance companies and those makes or models of cars Kellen Moore is no longer the offensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys. The team and the gentleman have mutually parted ways, according to a release that came out yesterday. Mike McCarthy wants to take over the play calling for the Dallas Cowboys, so that leaves Kellen Moore a free agent. He was doing some head coaching interviews, but uh, odds are that he ends up an offensive coordinator someplace else. I say the Chargers, but there are a couple teams. He's also apparently the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are interested in Kellen Moore's services as well, so we we'll 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 see where he ends up. I'm guessing after having the top-ranked offense two of the last three years, he'll be able to find the job somewhere. It's just a matter of where he wants to fit in. Super Bowl is set after yesterday. The Philadelphia Eagles beat the 49ers 31-7. The Kansas City Chiefs topped the Bengals 23-20 in the better game of the weekend, although both were kind of ugly uh, due to injuries to a lot of people in both games. Uh, The officiating probably wasn't top-notch in either game either. Uh, while I think you have a case, if you're a Bengals fan, to be upset about a couple of things, I'm still not exactly sure the officials gave the Chiefs the victory as much as, like, you had to throw that flag at the end of the game. Yeah,
0: you can't. But <laughs> you quarter, The guy is outside the lines. You can't touch him. But that, like
1: that. that fifth down the, that they gave the Chiefs was maybe the craziest thing I've ever well, seen. Well,
0: that, I mean, that really... Changed the the field position and everything. I mean, it just they would have had a chance to get the ball back and, and score um, and be in a shorter field. So yeah, that screwed them over. I
1: big mean, time. it did, but they didn't. I mean, the Chiefs never did anything with it. It just ran out the clock. But I, I, the, the the late interception by Burrow killed it, the Bengals more than anything. Although it was a really good play on the defense. It was a deep play that they, they they were driving down the field and he chucked it up into double coverage and got it picked off and that really ended. The Bengals' opportunity to maybe make a run or at least grab the lead late in that game. Burrow did have two interceptions, uh, both of them not exactly great throws. So a uh, little bit of struggling there. But uh, props to both the Chiefs and the Eagles. Uh, Eagles early two-point favorites heading into Super Bowl 57 in a couple of weeks in uh, Arizona. Do you like the Eagles or do you like the Chiefs early on, Big J?
0: Why? Well, I'm mean, listen. Don't bet against the Eagles. I've been doing that all season long. So. Uh... I mean, the Eagles are looking pretty damn strong, defense, offense, and aside from Jalen Hurts, uh, you know his injuries coming in, he looks pretty healthy. So I see. I, I think they're the healthy version, anyways. Healthier, yeah, than, healthier yeah. than uh, than you can you can get going into the Super Bowl.
1: And they have two weeks to rest up, so lots of things can happen. Lots of people can get healthy in that amount of time. So we'll see what happens come Super Bowl 57. Big J, it looks like Ozzy Osbourne and Joan Jett aren't the only rock stars that are going to be in a Super Bowl commercial, at least teased during the championship games this weekend. Uh, the Foo Fighters lead singer Dave Grohl to appear in a Super Bowl commercial. This one for Crown Royal Whiskey.
0: <sighs> I saw, I saw the tease.
1: Wasn't much of a tease. Yeah. He's just in the studio reading off various different things from a list and then waiting for confirmation does not do not know how that ties into Crown Royal whiskey or what it's happening but he says things like the battery, paint roller, trash bag, egg carton. I'm not sure what any of that means, but you can watch the teaser on YouTube and they let you know that the full commercial for whatever the hell Dave Grohl's talking about is coming on Super Bowl Sunday and it will be a commercial for Crown guess, Royal whiskey.
0: Guess that's the only way rockers get into the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, they're not allowed to play the halftime show, yeah. but they're allowed to sell a bunch of products. Uh for us on the commercial side of things morning after with nick and big j there's your important stuff we got your we're going to hell coming up in a few seconds
0: after with nick and big j on 100.3 the x rocks
1: it is time for we're going to hell international this morning on the morning after as we head to australia for today's we're going to hell story and Crikey, mate! There is a video that dropped over the weekend that is only five seconds long, but it has the entire continent of Australia straight up freaking out. Because Which
0: seems to be that would take a lot.
1: Yeah, uh, you would think. But we've talked about this on several different occasions on this show. Uh, pretty much whenever you turn the corner in Australia, there is some sort of animal reptile insect something that cannot wait to kill you you understand yes there are so many different things out there that uh have basically run of the country and continent that there are businesses that stay in business year-round just to capture these said things and one of the things we've talked about before is how overrun the country of australia is with snakes right yes there's like a ridiculous amount of snake catchers and so But something happened over the weekend that no snake catcher has ever seen, and nobody has ever seen, and it's got people straight up freaking out. I haven't seen this. It is a video of a snake doing what most people didn't think it could do, jumping several meters through the air from a roof onto the ground and being perfectly fine. So basically, it's crazy because it's a video of a snake catcher that was called to catch a snake that was on the roof of somebody's house, and you see the snake coil up almost like a spring and jump off the roof of the house onto the ground and then slither away like a damn super snake yes and they're like oh my god we've never seen a snake do this at all that's insane it comes from Queenland's Locker Valley, uh, and so it's nuts. Now, the snake in the video first appears on the edge of the roof, and then it kind of slowly edges its way. It coils up and then jumps and like springs itself, and it falls off the roof of the house and then continues to slither along its way. Oh my god. do what it god. wants to do. And so now everybody's going, oh my god, they can jump on us from the skies, right? That's the first thing that you should we definitely do. You need to eradicate of. them when the snake uh snake catcher posted the clip he didn't think it was gonna go as viral as it did but it certainly is something that people have not seen before snakes of course uh obviously inflict a bunch of fear on people as well they should but now seeing this thing jump off of a roof now you have to not only keep your eye on the ground for snakes as you're walking through the brush but keep your eye on the skies as well because you never know what's gonna happen because snakes actually climb that's a thing uh, and uh, the eastern browns are highly venomous snakes. Those climb, but they're rarely seen jumping. Sometimes they'll fall out of places, sure. But this one, like, lay, straight up jump.
0: So I haven't seen—I haven't seen this video at all. I'll uh, show it to you. But I, I just now—I want to picture it when it jumps off, like the six million-dollar sound. <laughs> you put it in slow motion, and it would totally fit. You're absolutely right so
1: now businesses are being uh, told to look out and keep an eye out as are people in the area because you never know when a snake is going to jump on you from above so please be aware they're coming at you from the ground they're coming at you from crevices and they're coming at you from the skies so watch out i tell you what if that's something no. i would see in per- exactly i mean no i there was a point i've talked about this i thought i wanted to go to australia no interest anymore none you know what i would say nope Nope. Nope. Don't want any part of that. Thank you very much. And good luck to the snake catchers. You're going to have to uh, grab a ladder as well. Uh, And, of course, be good at catching snakes, apparently, too, uh, from the sky. Snatching them out of the sky because they're going to be raining down upon you. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the x Rocks. That 10 years and that is wasteland here on the morning after with nick and big j big j i probably don't have to tell you but according to a new poll there's no such thing as an empty nest anymore uh when it comes to kids growing up and moving out it still is a lot of responsibility for the parents that are playing along for the ride you of course have a child that is still living at home and then you have one that's out on her own correct has her own house, owns her own business, all, yeah. that, all that kind of stuff. She's doing things for herself, Yep. which is fantastic. I ask you now out loud, Big J, uh, is there any bills you help with that child that is out of the house?
0: Yeah. Uh, is she on your phone plan kind of a thing? Uh, let's see I'm not sure she's on a phone plan I'm not sure if we pay her part or not that part I don't know but I know for sure car insurance
1: okay yeah cuz that's that's one of those deals that uh, that we have found out is that uh, kids in their 20s even into their 30s are still relying on their parents to help them pay some bills uh, about 35% of uh, people in their 20s and 30s say that their parents still pay for at least one bill of theirs on a regular basis uh, 19% say the parents help out with rent on a regular basis. Another 19% say their parents pay for groceries from time to time. Uh, 16%, that, yeah. 16% say that they pay for their utilities. In fact, about 24% of the younger end of this uh, particular study say their parents cover their rent entirely. Three-quarters of those that responded, 72%, say that they think that their parents will help them pay for their bills at least for the next two years. But 30% say they do feel a little bit bad about riding their parents' financial crow tails, uh, but they're going to do so until they're told otherwise. Another 31% say they don't feel bad about it because they're trying to save money, and the only way they can do that is if somebody else pays their bills. So... Uh, there's all that. And then a bunch of people say and one of the reasons why their parents do that is because it's cheaper to be on their parents' car insurance or it's cheaper to be on their parents' phone plan than to create their own. And so in order to do this, that's why they do it. So you just take care of it. There's no reimbursing or anything like that? No. You, f- you don't feel bad about it, do you? feel bad about like it. i mean you know I, like i mean it's one of those things where like man i didn't think i'd still be paying for my kid even though they're yeah,
0: because you know with the car insurance like my mom paid my car insurance forever <laughs> there you go so you know i mean it's it's not that big of a deal and it's like we wanted to w- work hard to be able to p- provide our kids a better chance uh at uh being financial free you know uh in the, in the mid part of their life uh and so that's that's part of that goal so yeah, i got I, no problems with it at all. I don't think, I'm not sure if this study is supposed to make it feel like
1: you're supposed to sense like these like kids today or whatever are freeloaders. But number one, this study goes all the way into their 30s. And number two, if you have the opportunity to help out your kids, of course you're going to, right? I mean, the point is that, that most of these kids are out on their own already doing it for themselves. And so if you can help out a little bit and you want to, then what's well,
0: the harm in that? I think the difference is if your kids feel entitled to it. I suppose. Like if they, if, uh, if they make a big deal. I mean, if it's like one of those things they just expect you to do it. Right. Or there's no appreciation yeah, for it. Yeah, exactly. And and that's not the case with with us for sure. So, I mean, that, that, that I think that would be important. If your kid was just like an ornery little brat about it. It might not be lasting forever, you know?
1: No, of course, of course. It all depends on the situation. But just know if you find yourself in that situation, you certainly aren't the only ones dealing with
0: it. I tell you what, I mean, I have said the second you get a speeding ticket, <laughs> you're done.
1: Got it. Okay. You're you are kind of done. Up because you don't want to see those premiums go up. Oh, my
0: God. Yeah, no, when you're paying like five people's insurance on the cars in full. You know, on uh, full coverage, especially. Oof.
1: Yeah, no, that, that adds up for sure. And so far, so good, right? No speeding. Yeah. Tickets. Yeah. So the message
0: has cut through. Good job. So well, uh, make sure you do what you can. Well, when you show them how much it costs, then they start to. Like get one realizing. of them did get a speeding ticket. Oh. And was like, look, this is how much it costs before and now.
1: I see. So they learned their lesson. Do you want
0: license. another speeding ticket? <laughs> Slow down. There you go. Morning After with Nick and
1: Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, some important stuff. Plus, we got your pop culture smackdown. <laughs> What's going on in the news today?
0: The Morning After with Nick and Big J.
1: Big J, you are always asking the question, how can I improve my performance in the bedroom? And my answer is always the same. That's an inappropriate question to answer. Oh. <laughs> you should not be asking me these questions. We're at work. But I now may have an answer because there is a study that has been conducted that says if you would like to improve your performance in the bedroom, be high AF when you're getting it on, Big J. Because apparently, according to a new survey, marijuana can help both men and women have a better time in the bedroom. Why not ecstasy? (laughs) Ladies who have done some marijuana before they hit the sheets report twice as much satisfaction as when they don't, Big J. So even if you're not putting forth the effort, it still seems like you
0: are. So, hey, that's a win-win. Picture a couple like, hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> are you hungry? <laughs> Me too.
1: A survey found 70% of participants experienced heightened touch and taste after cannabis use. And, in fact, uh, experienced more intense orgasms during both intercourse and when they were just having fun on their own, Big Jake. Oh so apparently uh cannabis can help you increase the amount of big o's that you get during the actual process so it's the relaxation effect big j that's what happens sometimes when you involve yourself in the cannabis world and so that could lead to more pleasure and it could be some other factors as well according to the study but 70 percent seems like a good number to me big j yeah i'll say you
0: pretty uh, authoritarian right there
1: so now you know, know seems like a weird word to use in reference to that study but okay the super bowl is set it is the philadelphia eagles after their 31 to 7 victory over the san francisco 49ers of course brock purdy hurt on the second series uh some sort of elbow injury that did not allow him to sprained elbow i end up coming oh is that yeah. the official diagnosis Uh, He could not come back into the game until he absolutely had to when Josh Johnson, the backup quarterback who was on his 15th team, I believe, uh, ended up getting concussed in that game as well. And so uh, he had to come back in, but that was like late in the third quarter, and it was very clear B- Brock Purdy could not throw the ball because they were still—they were only down 21, but they were still just running every time that they well, were running. Well, the, the
0: alternative was Kristen McCaffrey, right? And they uh, had him play
1: uh, one play as quarterback, and that was it. So
0: I mean, but even a healthy Purdy—I don't know if it would have turned out. It would not have. And,
1: and and so the other side to that coin is—I mean, I guess the real thing is, boy, they're lucky that Purdy didn't get even more hurt. Coming back out there with that particular injury, but uh, the 49ers will uh, end their season, I think, a lot better than people thought. Specifically, starting three and three on the season, but uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Won pretty handily, and then the Chiefs ended up using a late penalty uh, by their linebacker of the Bengals to uh, add 15 yards onto a late Mahomes scramble with eight seconds left in the game to put themselves in field goal range and beat the Bengals 23 to 20 in the AFC Championship. And so it'll be both the number one seed from the NFC and the number one seed from the AFC facing each other in Super Bowl 57 in Arizona in a couple weeks. The early line is the Eagles favored by two points in this particular matchup so we'll see what ends up happening here in a couple weeks for the big game cowboys are going to get a new offensive coordinator or maybe they won't we do know they parted ways with kellen moore of course the former bronco quarterback and former cowboys quarterback while we're at it but mike mccarthy wants to call the plays so uh in green bay he's ha- he had an offensive coordinator as well but still called the plays so we'll see if somebody else gets that title and just is allowed to come along for the ride. But now Kellen Moore has got some interest from both the Los Angeles Chargers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for their vacant offensive coordinator position. I'm guessing he'll be able to figure out where he wants to go next pretty easily because he had the number one offense in the league two in the last three years, despite the lack of success in the playoffs. uh, That's still pretty good resume for Kellen Moore and people expect him to move on. Cowboys fans seem pretty happy with this move, which is crazy to me, but Cowboys fans themselves can be pretty strange. Uh, One would think they'd be upset with Mike McCarthy more than Kelly Moore, but apparently that's not the case. Speaking of coordinators, uh, former Broncos head coach Vic Fangio has taken the Miami Dolphins defensive coordinator gig. Of course, Denver fired him last January. He went 19-30 as the Broncos coach after being hired in 2019, but still a very good defensive coordinator. So the Dolphins are going to look to cash in on that. And Big J, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, you better known as the group behind the Academy Awards, <coughs> is conducting a review. The Oscars, uh, They're not happy about things because uh, Andrea Risenborough got nominated for a Best Actress Oscar. And it surprised a lot of people. And it looks like Andrea or Andrea's people or the uh, actual, you know, a studio that released her film uh, was putting together a different way of going about a nomination because she wasn't nominated anywhere else despite the fact that everybody agreed it was a pretty good performance but what ended up happening was about a week leading up to the academy award nominations a bunch of very well-known celebrities started posting about her performance on social media and it probably was paid to do that you know people pay celebrities to tweet stuff all the time and so they started paying people like Demi Moore, uh, Jane Fonda, Naomi Watts, Kate Winslet, Laura Dern, all of them started posting on social media about this wonderful performance by Andrea Riseborough. And so when the Academy Awards came out, you're actually asked to poll by the members of this particular uh, Academy of Motion Pictures and Sciences who should be nominated. Andrea's name came up enough to get nominated for Best Actress. So now they're like, hey, is this okay? And, listen, I mean, I don't know, man. It's not that important to me. I don't care how it's done. It sounds like they found a different way to garner up enough interest to get a nomination, which is fine. But is it any different than the studios that put out full-page ads in Variety or whatever? And the answer is no. They're just doing it a different way, and it worked out. But this may be banned in the future you may not be allowed to pay celebrities to tweet about your performance and i don't think it was andrea even herself that did it but still how much does this cost i don't they, they never talk about how much it costs for campaigns for awards or anything but i'm guessing it's probably a pretty penny when you've got all the big name people that she had tweeting about her, I mean, it had to cost a pretty. No, good
0: how do we moment. get them to tweet about us?
1: Oh well, I mean, I guess it's you win the lottery. You spend some of that money uh, reaching out to Demi Moore and Jane Fonda and Naomi Watts and Kate Winslet. And I, I probably
0: wouldn't pick necessarily those folks. But here's a good
1: question: You have three celebrities to tweet about the morning after with Nick and Big J. Who do you choose?
0: Um, boy, that's uh. Oh, clearly Ryan Reynolds. Okay. First and foremost, he's
1: got some pull for sure and some Um, followers.
0: I'm gonna go with Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Okay, so now you've covered the Deadpool market. What's next? Yeah, Um, boy, who's uh, I? I, uh, I'm gonna go uh, Sylvester Stallone. Wow, that's I thought for sure you'd go The
1: Rock, considering the amount of followers he has.
0: But you took so far that hasn't worked out. The last couple rounds for The Rock. We'll see. What do you What do you mean? Well, I just you know I mean he couldn't tweet himself into a number one movie. Really. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. So
1: you're going to go Sylvester Stallone. So just basically people you're fans of is what it boils down to. Well yeah, you asked me. Well right, I was just wondering if you were going for reach or you you just wanted to have people that Our you like mentioning. Timothy Charlemagne, there you go. <laughs> Who's That's that? Timothy Charlemagne? Does he is he even on Twitter? Probably. Morning after with Nick and Big J coming up your pop culture smackdown.
0: Smackdown. smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Sunday, February 26th, the Knitting Factory. Pepper is going to be coming to town. They're going to play a nice little intimate show there at the Knitting Factory along with Joe Samba. So we will get you set up with tickets for this show if you can beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown.
1: The rare indoor show by Pepper. Right. If you would like to go get on the horn and play (laughs) a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown, 208-287-1003 is our phone number if you would like to take on Big J in this battle of pop culture knowledge. And let's see if you can't claim this prize. Big J, are you ready?
0: No. I'll
1: wait till you are. Yeah, I win! All right. Uh Uh-oh. Hello, the X. Hey. Good morning, man. What's your name? It's Chris. Chris, Chris, you're up first. Chris, Phil Collins is a famous musician. What instrument is Phil Collins best known for playing?
0: Uh, with the drums?
1: The drums is correct. Right. Phil Collins is a drummer and was the drummer for Genesis before he became the lead singer, Big J. What sledgehammer singer did Phil Collins replace as the lead singer of Genesis? Oh, uh, Peter Gabriel. That is correct. Right. Back to you, Chris. Uh, Gene Hackman retired from acting in 2004, but surprisingly popped up in a 2008 episode of what Guy Fieri television show on the Food Network?
0: uh oh is that um oh i'm gonna get the order (laughs) It's one like dives oh i can't remember what it's called Diners, drive-ins, and die? Yeah, he totally popped
1: up as a... He was just eating breakfast. You know, Guy Fieri's all in his face. Big J, speaking of Gene Hackman, today is his birthday. He did retire from filmmaking in 2004 after a horrible experience on what Ray Romano comedy? movie now not television oh shows. it's a, a, movie. Oh, a movie he made a movie with ray romano and he had an awful time doing it and decided he didn't want to make everybody loves
0: since. raymond the movie uh
1: no i'm sorry never quite made it to the big screen in that
0: particular I, world I have no idea what movie ray romano's been in the uh, star of that means you
1: win chris do you happen to know the answer
0: uh, actually, I have no idea <laughs> It's okay.
1: You win no matter what. The answer is welcome. To welcome to Mooseport. Right. Welcome to Mooseport, where uh they they get into a political battle. Gene Hackman is the mayor. Ray Romano decides to run against him, and uh and it does not go yeah, as planned. It sound great. It's not a good movie. It's bad. Congratulations, man. You're going to go check out Pepper coming up on the 26th of next month. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you. There's your pop culture smackdown. We got to run a headlines. They're happening next on the X-Rocks. Headlines are as follows, Big J, Check the back. Trying too hard and single life. The single life. Where are all the singles hiding, Big J? You would know. No, I wouldn't know. Oh. Well, whether you're looking you would for know. the love of your life. No, I would not. Or just a date for Valentine's Day, a new poll finds singles should be flocking to the East Coast, Big J, because that's where they are more than anywhere else in the United States of America. According to a new study commissioned by the Thriving Center of Psychology, that sounds like a fun place, (laughs) singles can find the highest number of Americans who are footloose and fancy free in Richmond, Virginia, Big J. Rounding out the top five, Pittsburgh comes in second, Buffalo comes in third, Newark, New Jersey fourth, and Cincinnati coming in number five. Now, several Midwest cities made their way into the top 20, including St. Louis, Detroit, Madison, Milwaukee, and Chicago at number 20. Where does Boise, Idaho rank, Big Jay? Well, we're not on the East Coast. 68th in the country for singles in the United States of America among uh, large metropolitan areas, so not great. If you are single and on the prowl in Treasure Valley, it is slim Pickens, according to the Thriving Center of Psychology. So keep that in mind. But then again, I mean, listen, doesn't it, it might be a little bit creepy to move someplace just because there's more single people there.
0: Yes? Yeah. That seems like a really weird reason. It's like, ah, I gotta move from where I'm at. Where am I gonna go? Go,
1: man. You know what? I'm single. I'm moving yeah. to Richmond, Virginia. Let's go make it happen see if i can get that super gonorrhea weird so weird Uh, i'm not sure what's going on in richmond but apparently it is a hotbed check the back or trying too hard check the back a suspect remains in at large because he stole a funeral van from the collins and stolen funeral home but that's not all he took big j there was a body inside the van that he stole a body. Illinois police recovered the van first and then realized the body of Curtis Brown was no longer in the cargo area. At some point, the two were separated. Uh, The day after the van was recovered, the body was found in Chicago. They're not sure how or why the dude that was in the back of the van dead got out of the car and found himself in a different spot. Brown's brother believes somebody may have been trying to steal organs. Police are looking for a 23-year-old suspect who faces charges of unlawful possession of a stolen vehicle, as well as the fun charge of abuse of a corpse. Always good to have on your CV if you are uh, a criminal. And I'm not sure what he was doing or if that, in fact, was his goal. But uh, apparently the body was not tampered with, but it either fell out of the back or was taken out of the back. And either way, that's not okay to do to a corpse. So man. lots of charges come in this guy's way. Stop stealing things from funeral homes, guys. You're going to find stuff in there you don't want to find. Especially dead people. Yeah. This ain't the sixth sense. It's not the way you want to see it. Wrap it up with trying too hard. Big J, what would you do for your 18-year-old body back?
0: Oh, man. I don't know. I, I'm not sure that was in much better condition. come on your body wasn't in better shape at 18 I, yes then i mean not- i mean sure i, I mean yes I, I would do a lot <laughs> but at least i'd have time to save it <laughs> well 45 year old myself down and be like listen you've got a problem with food you wouldn't
1: listen to yourself you know that
0: i don't know 45 45- minded back
1: then were you yeah 45-year-old Brian Johnson is spending 2 million dollars a year of his own money to try and be 18 again and it appears to be working. Johnson has a team of more than 30 doctors and experts trying to help him reverse the clock and reportedly he now has the heart of an 37-year-old and the lungs of an 18-year-old. How do you get those? He also claims his ability to perform is that of a much younger man. The entrepreneur is experimenting is putting together an experimental program called Project Blueprint. So he begins the day with two dozen supplements, just like you and I do. He wakes up at 5 a.m. That's not, you know, try to catch up with us. And then he follows a vegan diet of about 1,900 calories a day. And then he exercises a bunch as well. He says what he does may sound extreme, but he's trying to prove that self-harm and decay are not inevitable, and you can reverse the process. Now, it doesn't say it what like this- Sounds you self-harming yourself right now, bro. Doesn't, doesn't say what this guy has done or does To be able to afford this, because, I mean, basically this is now his full-time job. He's spending $2 million a year to try to be young again, and I guess if it's working in his internal organs, that's fine, but you got to have the money to be able to pull it off, because you and I aren't going to spend $2 million a year to try to reverse the aging process, right? Yeah, we don't have that. No, don't have those kind of funds available to us, Project Blueprint. But best of luck to this rich dude who's trying to live forever. Morning After with Nick and Big J. The worst. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. (coughs) That is Rob Zombie, Living Dead Girl, here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Just announced a big tour with him. And, of course, uh, Alice Cooper's involved. Ministry and Filter and not coming here, Big J, but it'll it's be great. around the area. Uh, Colorado, Washington, it's about as close as it's going to get to these parts for the summer. But uh, I can tell you one thing, at those shows, plenty of beer will be drank, and we can thank beer for a lot of things, can't we?
0: Yeah, and uh, maybe, just <laughs> maybe according to some scientists, uh, the civilization as we know it, thanks to beer. Because uh, way, way back, uh, we were a bunch of uh, knuckle dragon hunter-gatherers, Nick. And then uh, at some point, somebody uh, tried out uh, some grains and, and created beer. And they're like, "Hey, wait a second! This is pretty good. Let's uh, maybe let's just stick in this area here and make some crops." And grow some stuff, and then, and then the primary reason was for beer, Nick. And then they realized, hey, you know what? It's pretty nice having this food here. We don't got to go out all the time searching for stuff. Let's just stick here and build a, you know, build a city, build an empire. And that's how they created civilization. Is all thanks to beer, according to some scientists that are now saying uh, that uh, the creating uh, the creation of beer changed civilization
1: forever. So basically, we can thank a bunch of people. That wanted to get hammered as much as possible for creating modern civilization as we know it.
0: Pretty much, yeah. That's crazy. It seems, seems like, uh, and uh, there is a correlation between that uh, of, of uh, you know making beer, growing crops, and, and uh, them you know transitioning from that hunter-gathering to creating a civilization. Well,
1: I mean, listen, so,
0: I, I can't think of
1: anything that I've done that's been super productive when I've had a bunch of beer. So credit to them for at least pulling that off.
0: Yeah, and uh, being able to continue to see, uh, you know, for, uh, for forward to the future.
1: All I've seen beer want to make people do is fight at football games. So uh, that's quite the – it's amazing how we've regressed over the years. Or uh, then again, I'm sure the beer that we drink probably much more alcohol-fueled than the beer back in the day. Yeah. Or do you think it was more potent well, back then than it was now?
0: Who <laughs> knows? I, I still don't understand how beer is made. So I've gotten plenty of tours of breweries. Still don't. That's none of
1: our business. They don't show us all of this stuff. They yeah,
0: just... I, I just, it's like a hot. I don't want to see how the hot dog's made, how the sausage gets made. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that in my alcohol, I guess. Uh, but you
1: will watch how it gets made on TV, correct? On occasion. There you go.
0: <laughs> it's
1: weird how that works. For hell, man. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, some things you're interested in, it's just the food stuff for some reason. Why, why is that? You have no interest really in how food well, who is put does? together. It's well, a
0: general term, it's not just me. You want to see how hot dogs are made? I've and seen then how hot, dogs, hot dogs, dogs are
1: made. I've seen I've seen like, that kind of stuff. It doesn't bother me. I disgusting. guess disgusting. Uh, well, you eat them. You're it's so disgusting. They, it, just watching how it all happens is just part of the process. But I understand why people don't want to see that stuff. But it is weird how we draw that line. It just uh, I guess there's a uh, there must be some guilt attached to it. I guess, Big J, huh? Sure. Is that why you don't want to do it? Well, yeah. Makes sense to me. The the better we can make ourselves feel, the better everything is at the end, uh, and that's why beer is here too in the long run. When you think about it, morning after with Nick and Big J coming up in a few minutes. We got a chance for you to win something with some bad impressions. That's next on the X Rocks.
0: So far, I'm not impressed. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Bad impressions brought to you by the Idaho Center Pre-Owned Superstore, Treasure Valley Subaru, and we'll get you some tickets to the Foo Fighters. It's gonna be a little tribute action to the Foo Fighters. Lots of great music, and that'll be happening Saturday, February 11th, out at the Knitting Factory. We'll get you set up with those if you can figure it out.
1: is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play our little Bad Impressions game which works like this. Big J has worked hard to put together three clues about somebody that is pretty famous. You can take those clues individually or you can collectively lump them together to try to get you to the correct answer. But if you can figure out the famous person Big J is trying to be, then look at you going to check out some concert action coming up on the 11th of February at the Knitting Factory Concert House, which would not suck. You get to hang around, uh, maybe make your own Crown Royal commercial out there at the Knitting Factory. You never really know, I suppose. It all depends on what kind of action's going on. What are the clues
0: today, Big J? Breaking into Hollywood as a Playboy model was even difficult for me, who holds the record for most Playboy covers. I managed to land the role of C.J. on Baywatch, which became the biggest TV show in the world. And most people know me from being in that sex tape with Tommy Lee. That should be
1: a one that can be figured out today. Hello, The X.
0: Hello, this is
1: Brett. Alright, Brett, uh, do you want Big J to repeat the clues for you, sir? I do, please.
0: Breaking into Hollywood as a Playboy model was even difficult for me, who holds the record for most Playboy covers. I managed to land the role of CJ on Baywatch, which became the biggest TV show in the world. I'm Pamela not... Anderson. There you go. Bam! Yeah. Good job, my man. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those Foos Fighters
1: tickets coming up for the 11th of February at the Knitting Factory. Why is Miss Pamela Anderson
0: in the news? Well, you know, Netflix is. I uh, got this uh, documentary of her uh, coming up here. Uh, I'm not sure if that's out just yet or if it's about to. But uh, the director uh, was uh, talking about uh, how uh, he uh, was uh, talking with her and, uh, quote, she was the most famous woman in the world, the most famous show in the world, and she doesn't have a nest egg from Baywatch to rely upon. And that's because at the time she didn't have an agent when she made that deal. Oh, man, Hasselhoff hosed her? So, uh, yeah, that uh, probably uh, is the case. And then, uh, you know, she just uh, wasn't really great with money, but also just didn't, didn't manage to, you know, they didn't get any money from the sex tape. She goes, she wouldn't have taken money for it anyways because it was a violation uh, of her uh, of her privacy. And just, you know, sure, her image has been splashed all over the world and she never had control of that. So she just doesn't have a whole bunch of money, unfortunately. Maybe she'll be
1: able to cash in on the, well, I'm sure she got paid for the documentary. I'm sure she'll get paid for the book that she is putting out. So hopefully that will change here in the foreseeable future. And she'll be able to cash in a little bit on some of that fame because yeah, for the longest time, she was easily the most famous person in the world. For Yeah, I would think. Uh, and then, you know, the foray into movies didn't go too well. Uh, bar- Barbwire, was that the name of the movie? Barbwire, yeah, yeah. 1996 or something like that. But uh, certainly, uh, I think the interest has gotten back with that Hulu series that, of course, she was very upset about as well. And now she's telling her own story, hence why the documentary is coming out on Netflix. She's putting things in her own words, Big J, and good for her.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: Morning After with Nick and Pamela, Big J. a love story. We will wrap things up here next on The X Rocks. <laughs> That's the latest from Motionless and White Werewolf. That's how it's going to wrap up the old morning after with Nick and Big J for this Monday morning. Thanks for hanging out with us. We had a chance to talk about Jumpin' Snakes football games Valentine's Day and all sorts of other stuff during the course of the show today reminder if you missed any piece of it there's always the daily podcast that you can download anywhere you can grab podcast or on the xrock.com website just search uh, Nick and Big J or the morning after to find the podcast and wherever you decide to download your podcast another reminder for tank and tankless water heaters clogged drains leaky faucets toilets that won't flush stop freaking call beacon beacon plumbing heating and mechanical your trusted plumbing source it's Online at BeaconPlumbing.com, and that leaves you with the floor, Big J.
0: Yeah, Saturday there was a basketball game between the Lakers and the Celtics and uh, a pretty egregious foul on LeBron James, so you thought he was murdered <laughs> after it happened, uh, which is usually the case of LeBron. But <laughs> I don't know if the NBA National Basketball Association Referees Association is trolling, but their Twitter account the next night said, quote, like everyone else, referees make mistakes. Uh, we made one at the end of last night's game, and that is gut-wrenching for us. This play will weigh heavily and cause sleepless nights as we strive to be the best referees we can be.
1: It does feel a little condescending, doesn't it? Like they're going to lose sleep over it. I mean, it was, it was a very bad missed call. Yeah, it was uh, very clear. It was the clear. end of the game. It was that forced overtime. The Lakers eventually lost. They probably should have won at the end, so it did probably cause the Lakers a game, but that feels like it's being overly dramatic for an apology when sleepless it comes to
0: sleepless nights
1: I mean, we all know referees are the worst, and everybody has an issue with them, and nobody's perfect, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but that feels a little bit. Yeah. Too
0: listen, odd. I love LeBron, but he is the biggest crybaby. Well,
1: we—I uh, mean, he—we all love the. Th- listen, he was rightfully fouled; he should have been it. But yes, I saw the reaction. It was a bit much. <laughs> he might have been going for some sort of award. He knows it's award season too. Yeah. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Team Mazda. Easy to get your auto loan pre-approved with Team Mazda's. I pre-check. Just click the big blue button button at GoTeamMazda.com. That is it for us. We will see you guys tomorrow. Jason Drew's coming in here next. Have a good one. It's the (laughs) X-Rocks. The Morning After podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.